As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now she is here to bring that knowledge to you. The information she shares will help those who hear it to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, there is no limit to what you can accomplish. Today and every Wednesday on Brain Lady Speaks, you'll explore the latest findings to see how they have practical application in your life. And now, get ready to join Julie Anderson on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Take it away, Julie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show on this amazing Wednesday morning. I am so happy to be with you today. I am really, really happy. I mean, I am excited about the guest today because our guest today that we are going to have on the show is of like mind. We are both, um, I'm sure he won't mind if I call him a brain geek because that's what I call myself. And we are both totally fascinated with the brain, but not just how the brain functions in general, but how the brain functions in a way or how we can tap into understanding the functioning of the brain and achieve more in our life, our business and our relationships. So we are going to be talking with an amazing guest today on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. But first, I want everybody to remember to be comfortable. We have got some great information that we're going to be sharing. So unless you're listening to this later on uh, in, the, in the car, in your mobile office or whatever it may be, I want you to be sure you have hydration, you are in a comfortable position so that your brain will be ready to take in all of the amazing information that we're going to talk about today. And I'm just going to jump right in because this hour will go by so fast, and I know that we'll have a lot to talk about. So let me introduce you to our uh, guest today. His name is Stephen Campbell, and he is the Brain Whisperer. Uh, I'm going to read you a little bit about who he is and tell you what he does if you haven't already heard about him. He is an award-winning author, speaker, educator, and media personality, so he has his own show as well. He is the Brain Whisperer, and Stephen, it is Stephen R. R. Campbell. He is an award-winning author, speaker, and mentor to individuals and organizations known as the Brain Whisperer. He teaches how your mind can be your greatest adversary and 
when understood, can be can be transformed into your greatest friend and ally. Boy, isn't that the truth. After working in hospital administration for 20 years, Stephen acquired his master's degree in information systems and went on to pursue his greatest love, and that would be teaching, where he served as a college professor and eventually, educa eventually educational dean for another 20 years. If it was as a professor that Stephen developed a curriculum based on brain science to help his students neg and end negative thinking, improve focus and clarity, and ultimately transform their lives. And I could go on, but we are going to stop it there and just welcome on to the Brain Lady Speaks show today, Mr. Stephen Campbell. Welcome, Stephen. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be really fun. I know. You know, it's it's so it's so great to have you on the show because I I have kind of we've crossed paths back and forth uh, here and there, and um, it, it's, it's knowing that you are, I hope it's okay that I called you a brain geek. Um. <laughs> uh, yes, I actually, I started a computer geek back in the 70s, so I was oh. way before out there and, and the Apple, I was fascinated, in fact, my graduate degree is in computers, so I'm kind of a geek, a computer geek and a brain geek, so both. Oh, oh. <laughs> got it, so the human, the human computer yeah. as well as the technical computers. Well, yeah, I am always yeah, that's right. yeah. I am always fascinated to have conversations with other people that have a, a similar passion regarding the brain, and I am looking forward to this program today because we are going to be talking about the topic, or really highlighting how to rewire your brain for success. And I think mm -hmm. this is, for me, one of the most fascinating things that have come out of neuroscience is understanding that we have a lot more control over things that go on in our head than we ever thought in the past. And once we, yeah. you know, once we get that under control, it's amazing, amazing what we can tap into. But before we dig into that, I'd really like to know a little bit. I mean, I read part of your professional bio uh, for individuals who want to read more of his professional bio. Just go to Stephen spelled with a V. So S T V E N R as in razor R campbell.com and you can read his full bio on there but tell me I, I always like to introduce my guests by having them tell the listeners and myself what led you into this passion so I know how I got started on the road to to brain science but what what made you kind of get interested in the brain well my brain my my family are all in in the medical field. My father was a physician. My sisters were nurses, etc. So I wanted to continue that. So my undergrad degree is in zoology. I <laughs> I was in zoology because if you're in zoology, you don't have to study plants, which is biology. And I don't I didn't want to spend my time drawing plants, so I became a zoologist. And for the first 20 years, I worked in hospitals because it's just fascinating. And then I got my graduate degree and I began teaching courses. And I found myself teaching a course called Career Transitions, which is for beginning students how to read, how to take tests, how to study, et cetera. And because I have a very large um, information, I have a lot of information on the brain, I used that in that course. And the students, and students wouldn't drop out of their program. In fact, the president noticed that when they took my course at the beginning of their program, they stayed in. And so he made a directive, all students have to take Mr. Campbell's career transitions course. 
And during the years that I taught the course, gosh, gosh, Julie, the retention was like 93%, which is outlandishly high. However, I was also not only teaching, I was running, I was um, running the evening school, so I was gone from 8 in the morning to 10 at night. Mary, my wife, sat me down at 2008. We had been married for 45 years, and she said, okay, honey, your dad died at 61, and you're 62, working 13 hours a day. This isn't going to work. So I retired, but I began teaching this course in retirement facilities and senior centers and eventually hospitals and drug places and weight loss places and stuff like this, people began saying, gosh, where's your book? Where's your book? Well, don't you have a book? Well, yes, I've written two college textbooks. No, 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 no. You have to write a book about this. So I wrote the book about this and pretty soon um, people began going crazy because they love the message. And the message is, is so wonderfully simple. And I'll share it with you in really slow words so we can, we don't miss it. While I'm talking to you right now, Julie, you're talking to yourself literally hundreds, maybe thousands of times faster. Your brain can do that because when I talk to you, I'm using words. And when you talk to yourself, you also use words. But when you talk to yourself, Julie, mainly, mainly you use pictures and feelings. So when I think of Mary, my wife, I don't think of her with words. I think of how I feel about her and how pretty she has come to me in the 45 years we've been married. So, your brain is really talking to yourself far faster than I'm talking to you right now. But here's the important point, and this is what has turned psychology around since the early 60s. While you're talking to yourself, ready? Your brain is believing everything you tell it without question. Ooh, that's scary. But you know it's wonderful. The scary part is when you say, I'm just too old to do this. I just cannot do this. Do you know what your brain says when you say that? Oh, okay. Yeah, you are. Absolutely. And then it makes sure you can't. So that's the scary part. But here's the wonderful part. When you say, I can do this, do you know what your brain says to that? Oh, okay. And then Julia becomes obsessed with finding ways to do it. Now, next question. Is what you're saying true? Your brain doesn't even care. And when I read that in a wonderful book called Phantoms of the Brain, written by Dr. V.S. Ramachandran out of UC San Diego, the phantoms refer to phantom limbs that have been amputated. And a patient goes into a doctor's office, he'll say, you know, you've got to help me with my arm. I can't do a thing with them, and it's driving me crazy. And the doctor's bank say, well, that could be because I cut off that arm six months ago. And the patient says, you didn't tell my brain that. My brain still thinks it's there. So the brain doesn't care whether what you're saying is true or not. So let's go to the work of Dr. Albert Ellis, and I'm sure you've, you know who he is. Dr. Albert Ellis wrote a number of books, but he is regarded by most psychologists as the second most influential psychologist in the history of psychology. Uh, Carl Rogers is usually come num- comes in number one, Freud in number three, Ellis at number two. He wrote a little book back in the early 60s called A Guide to Rational Living. And what he suggested... And this is what turns psychology around, is that everything you can do today is based primarily on what you say to yourself about yourself today. Now, when he suggested this, psychology had a conniption fit. They said, no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. The way you are today is because of how you were raised and unresolved childhood conflicts. And, of course, that was Freudianism. 
That was followed by behaviorism. Dr. B.F. Skinner out of Harvard University, he says, no, 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 the way you are today is all cause and effect. That was followed by environment. That was followed by it's on your genes. That didn't last too long. That was followed by environmentalism. Uh, it's it's in your environment, your culture, your mom, your dad, your birth order, etc. And Dr. Ellis came back and he said, you know what? I think they're all true. Wait a minute. How could they all be true? Here you go. When you say it and you lock on to it, and it becomes the strongest picture in your mind. The brain literally rewires itself, this is called neuroplasticity, to make it true. So let me give you, let me give you an example. By talking too much, I always get afraid of talking too much because I get so excited. Well, let's come back, let's come back to that thought. Okay. So obviously okay. You, you got we'll come, back, we'll come back to that point because I do want to go in this. I mean, one of the things that I tell all of my clients all the time is your brain the neurons, your brain itself listens to what your mind is saying. So you have to be very careful right. about the message. That's right. That you really it. do. So I, I want to, I definitely want to come back to this, but it, it sounds like you, you started out um, in a teaching position and we're studying how the brain learns in that process and applied that as a teacher. Yeah. Is that kind of, yeah. The way that and I saw the results to my students. I saw that they weren't dropping out. I saw, my gosh, this really works. Yeah, it's amazing uh, when we when we work with our brain instead of against our brain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the reason. My my book originally was titled "Making Your Mind Your Mentor," but they changed it to "Making Your Mind Magnificent." I like my title better. A mentor (laughs) is someone who sees more in you than you see in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what your brain can really become. So yeah, wow, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So now both you and I are excited about the brain. We love the brain, and we're not the only ones because it seems like there's a lot of people talking about the brains. I mean, your constant brain is oh, like this amazing. hot topic, which is great. It's wonderful, and neuroscientists is opening up windows on, on the brain and mind and that connection that we never realized they were never able to see before because of technical scanning machines oh, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. How we think, you how know, we feel. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's in nineteen six I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll just no, put that's this fine. in and then I, in in nineteen sixty nine there were four hundred members of the International Society for Neuroscience in sixty nine. The latest membership now, I just looked it up a few months ago, is 42,000. Wow. Because we have the technology, as you said, to look at the brain real time, and we can watch what it's doing. It's amazing, amazing. It is. It is. I keep telling my husband, I want to get a PET scan just so I can have a recording. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you think this change has taken place? I mean, we probably already touched on it, but just clarify that for our listeners. Why why has the brain become such a fascination beyond just how how does this traumatic brain injury hurt someone or how is Alzheimer's and uh, yeah, dementia? Yeah. I mean, it's gone way, neuroscience has gone way beyond the physical uh, reactions or the physical, uh, um, what happens to us physically when things happen in our brain. But it's yes. gone so far yeah. beyond yeah. that. Why do you think that is? Yeah. Well, there's two reasons. Number one, we're living longer. 
So Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alzheimer's dementia has never really been an issue. Until now, because back in, in the, for instance, during the Civil War, the average lifespan was 48 years old. Now it's like 80. So they never had to really deal with, with diseases that come along with the brain because you're so old. So that's number one. Number two, we have, as I said a few minutes ago, we have the technology to really see what the brain's doing. In other words, 60 years ago, Julie, the brain was a black box. The only thing we knew how the brain worked was through autopsies. But now we have positron emission tomography and CT scans, so we can watch the brain work while it's working right now. So you add the physiology of it, and then you add the psychology of it, and what we've learned is just exciting. In fact, I think the greatest discovery, if you want to call it that, that psychology has made since it began back in 1879 is this. We can change the way we think. Now that sounds really simplistic, but that is so significant because, let me give you an example. For the first 42 years of my life, I said to myself, I'm really stupid in math. I won't go into the details, but I was convinced I was. And Julie, I was. I, was, I couldn't do math, couldn't do numbers. But as I said a few minutes ago, I, became, I was a computer geek back in the 80s when computers came out. This is way before the Apple. I'd mess around with them. And so I was a computer geek, and I got a graduate degree in computers, began teaching computer courses. And one day, the dean came to my office. He said, one of our math professors just quit, so you're our new math professor. And I freaked out. I said, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I can't do numbers. He said, you want a job? Learn. There's the book. You're teaching university math next semester. So I ran down to the library. This is way before the Internet in the 80s, and I picked up all the books to on brain-based learning. And I developed my curriculum based on how the brain learns, and students began saying, oh, my gosh, you're such a good math teacher. And then the dean tells me that all students say, I will only take math if Ms. Campbell's my professor. And what I began doing is changing the message I was giving myself. I began saying, wait a minute. If I'm so smart with computers, I've got to be math. And what did my brain say? Okay. Was it true? Don't care. All I care is what you tell me. But you lock on to it. My brain rewired itself, and it just so happens that I am really smart with math, and I ended up writing two college textbooks on computer software, and what do you think? Math. 
Here's the point. I changed what I was thinking. I changed how I was thinking. And here's a wonderful handle. You want to know what you're thinking about yourself? You look at your self-talk. Your self-talk is a direct reflection of what you are believing about yourself all day long. People say, well, I don't know what, you know, what I believe about myself. I said, yes, you do. All you look at is what you're saying to yourself about yourself. And when you change that, the brain changes it also. So everything we can do today is based on what we say to ourselves about ourselves today. So the message that I love to tell my audience is this. If that's true, then everything, you can change what you are saying to yourself about yourself when, Julie? Right now. And what does your brain say? Okay. Is it true? Don't even care. All I care is what you tell me. Wow. Yep. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So powerful. When people really start to grasp the power that they have, like I said, over their own brain, it becomes mm-hmm. just absolutely crazy. Okay, we are getting ready to go out to our first break here on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. I want everybody to stand up, take a deep breath, and join us in just a couple of minutes. With her thorough understanding of brain chemistry, Julie Anderson provides you with tools and processes that will change your life in a positive way. Julie uniquely blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who've been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all-important why behind what people do and how they think. The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you got the opportunity to take a couple deep breaths. This is heavy stuff. It's, it's, it's technical stuff, but it is stuff that when you apply it in your lives, it can make an amazing difference. This is Julie Brain Lady Anderson back here interviewing on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show, Stephen R. Campbell and his journey into the amazing, amazing world of the brain. And we've talked a lot about how the brain listens to everything that's going on in our self-talk and in our in our mind, 
Um, so welcome back to the show. Let's go on to the next, the next, uh, topic or the next question that we were going to talk about here, Stephen, what do you personally think, and we may have already kind of touched on this, but what do you think is the most significant discovery that psychology has made in the last 50 years? In the last 50 years, it's, there's really two. One is that, as I mentioned before, you can change the way you think. Here's what happens to people. They say, well, I've always been this way. I'm stuck. I'm too old to change. I just can't do this. And, of course, when you say that, your brain says, yeah, you're right. You can't. You're absolutely. So your brain agrees with everything that you tell it. So we can change the way we think. That's number two. Number one. Number two is summarized in one word, and that is neuroplasticity. Eric Kandel wrote a wonderful book called uh, In Search of Memory. And he began coining the word neuroplasticity. And neuroplasticity is simply this, that when you give yourself a message, whether it's a different message or a new message or something, and you lock onto that message, your brain literally rewires itself so that new message becomes a part of how you think and eventually becomes a part of who you are. So what do you mean by locking onto it? Well, when I was a little boy, my dad taught me how to ride a bicycle. And he took me out to this road and took the train wheels off. He said, now, son, before I give you a shove, you see that rock in the road out there about 50 feet? Yes, daddy. Don't run into that rock. So I got down on my, on my bike. I was locked onto the rock so I would not run into it. Of course, what happens? Bam, right into the rock. That's the way our brain works. So let me give you another story because stories really illustrate far better than, you know, the, the, the psychology of it. When my father died when he was very young, and Mary said to me, if you die early, I'll kill you because I don't want to be a widow for 40 years like my mom was. And I was about 40 pounds more than I weigh now. So I said, okay, I need to lose this weight. So I get up and run and swim, and I would lose maybe two or three pounds. And then I gain it all back on the weekend. I did this for 25 years. The reason I could not lose the weight is because of what I said to myself. I'd give myself a pep talk, and I'd look in the mirror, and I'd say, you are a 240-pound man who's got to lose 40 pounds. Well, we saw a few minutes that the brain believes what we tell it. So when I said, you are a 240-pound man, my brain said, okay. But then it said, my job is to keep you at 240 pounds because that's the way you see yourself. Well, after 25 years, I said, well, this isn't working out. So I began studying all these other things, and I began switching the message. And the tool that I particularly use is called an affirmation, which is nothing magical. It's simply a statement that I make myself about myself. So I began saying, look at you. You look great. You only weigh 200 pounds. You're thin. You look fantastic. And because of the way you're eating and you're exercising, you just look great. Well, at first of all, when I said this, my brain freaked out. My brain said, hello. Reality check here. Look at the mirror. Look at the scale. You don't weigh 200 pounds. You weigh 240. And I said, no, I'm locking on to a 200-pound person. That's how I see myself. And every single time I sat down for a meal, I asked myself a question. What does a 200-pound person eat like? Well, he eats very little. And over time even though I was still 240, I began eating like a 200-pound person. 
I began exercising like a 200-pound person because my brain switched over. And over time, I lost the weight. But here's the important point. There is still a self-image in my brain of a 240-pound person. I just haven't locked on to it for years. I lock on to the person that's only 200 pounds. Here's another really wonderful, important ex- discovery of, of the computer world, of the, of the psychology world. We don't have one self-image. We have, oh gosh, millions. We have a self-image for every single thing that we can do. So I have a self-image for how I see myself as a father, as a grandfather, as a husband, as a radio host, as a scientist, as a psychologist, as a... Um, all the other, so I have all these thousands of self-images, okay? I had a self-image of a 240-pound person. That's what I locked on for most of my life. But I created a new one by how? Changing my self-talk. Changing what I was saying to myself about myself. And when I locked on that new self-image of being 200 pounds, my brain said, oh, well, now we've got a problem. Because you're seeing yourself at 240, you're seeing yourself at 200, and you're 240. I don't like that. This is called gestalt psychology. Gestalt psychology simply says, I hate gaps. Your brain hates gaps. And when I said I'm 200, and I was really 240, the brain said, this isn't going to work. There's a gap here. We've got to change the gap. Now, the first thing the brain wants to do when it has this huge gap between what you're saying and who you are is to give up. Just accept the fact that you're 240, Steve. You've always been that way. You've been that way for years. Just, just, just give up. Just, 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 you'll always be 240. And I said, no. I'm locking on to 200. And over time, my brain saw how serious I was about it, and my brain believes what we tell it. So the brain said, okay, but now we've got to lose about 40 pounds together. So I began eating and exercising like a 200-pound person. Eventually, the weight came off. But as I said a few minutes ago, there's still a self-image of a 240-pound person. I could lock on that person anytime I wanted to. It's my choice. That's why they call this cognitive psychology. But I choose not to. And every single time I sit down for a meal, I lock on to the 200-pound person. That's why this is so exciting. Because we can change not only how we think, but even more exciting to that, we can change how we see ourselves. And the handle on how we see ourselves is what we say to ourselves about ourselves. There's a wonderful book by Chad Helmsbetter, which came out in the 60s, called uh, What You Say, What to Say When You Talk When You Talk to Yourself. And it goes into this whole thing of who we are really is based on our self-talk. And the wonderful discovery of psychology is you can change that self-talk any time you want to. You can change how you think. That sounds so simple, but it is so wonderful because I've seen it affect my life, my wife's life, my kids' life, my students' lives. It's just so exciting. Wow. That's that's interesting. So you're kind of I, I, one of the things that I get from people 
oftentimes is, well, you were just born a naturally positive person. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, I'm just not like that. Or my husband's just not like that. Or my wife's not like that. Or whatever. You know, how do you, how do you deal with that? Because there are individuals that just from the beginning of their life, I mean, my mom used to call me Pollyanna when I was a kid. I'm dating myself. If anybody knows yeah. what that is, it was a Disney movie and <laughs> yeah. she was a very positive person, right? And my mom yeah. always called me that. And there are people that just tend to see that glass, glass half empty. Mm-hmm. What do you say to them to tell them, how do, you, how do you get them out of that glass half empty mindset? Yeah. Well, I gave you the illustration about being math. The reason I said to myself, I'm so done with math. Um, my father, who was very, 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 very smart, couldn't understand why math was so easy to me, was, was so hard with me. So he convinced me that I'm really, really done with math. So for 42 years, I said, I'm done with math. I just can't, I just can't do it. But here's the important part. When I was 42, I said, wait a minute. I'm dumb in math because that's what I'm saying to myself. I can change that message. And my brain says, okay. And I lock on to the new message. And over time, my brain rewires itself so that new message becomes a part of who I am. And that can be applied to anything. Let me give you another illustration because that's the best way to teach this. I had a student when I was teaching math who came to my office, she said, Mr. Campbell, I'm so glad you're my professor. I'm a C student in math, and I always will be. And I said, well, Sue, let me help you, because I used to feel that same way about myself. So I worked with her. She got an A in the first midterm. And I gave her the test. I was so excited, Julie. I said, oh, my gosh, there it is. There's your A. There's your A. And she looked at it, and here's what she said. She said, oh, Mr. Campbell, this is a mistake. I said, what do you mean, Julie? I'm, so, I'm sorry, what do you mean, Susie? She said, I have never gotten above a C in a math test. You must have made a mistake. And I said, well, I didn't. I graded this myself. This is an A. Then she looked at it longer, and a big smile creased over her face. Do you know what she said, Julie? She said, oh, <coughs> Mr. Campbell, do you know what this means? <coughs> and, of course, I'm, I'm really excited. I said, yes, I do know. But you tell me, Susie, what does this mean? She, she said, this means that when I flunk the next test, I can still maintain my C. Oh, no. I said, oh, no. oh, yeah. I said, Sue, just get an A in every test. She said, I can't. Why? What was her answer, Julie? I'm a C student. 
And the sad part is that's exactly what happened. She flunked the next test. She got a C in the course. Now, I sat down with her with the A that she, got, that she had. I said, Susie, answer me this. What would have happened if you had flunked this first test? Do you know what she said, Julie, without a moment's hesitation? She said, easy. I would have stood like crazy to get an A on the next test. I'd have to. And I'd take my C. <laughs> I said, Susie, just get an A in every test. She said, I can't. Why? Because I'm a C student. I've always been this way. I haven't been good in math. I always look this way. This is the way it is. I'm stuck. Or, or, or. Julie, do you know when your old life ended? About one second ago. Done. It's over. Which means what? It means that your new life began when? One second ago. So do the math. 60 seconds per minute, 60 minutes per hour, 24 hours per day. In one 24-hour period, you have 86,400 new opportunities for a new life. All you have to do is take them. And that's the answer. When people say, I'm stuck this way, I'll always be this way, do you know what their brain says? Okay, you're right, and I'll make sure you are. On the other hand, when you say, wait a minute, I can do this and that, the brain says, absolutely, and then looks for ways of doing it. Let me give you one more story, because this will illustrate everything I've talked about so far. I taught this at... uh, the Drug Abuse Alternative Center for the County of Sonoma for many, many, many years. I'd go on a Thursday and I'd give my whole seminar. And a student came up to me, this is years ago, and he was very, very big, very scary looking, very, very just scary looking guy. And he was really angry. I will not tell you what he said to me because you'd have to take me off the air. But he was really angry. He said, Mr. Campbell, I'm really angry at you. And I said, why is that, Rick? And he said, because all this is baloney. I've been to San Quentin. I've been through all the state programs. I've been through. I've been through it all, and none of it works for me because number one, I'm dyslexic, so I can't really read. Number two, I was raised in a drug culture, and I was. And number three, I was abused, and I won't tell you what, what they did to him, but it was horrible. And he said, "I'm a damaged man, Mr. Campbell. I just none of this will work for me." And I said, well, Rick, let me give you, show you a slide because I use PowerPoint when I do my presentations. So on the slide were simply names. Whoopi Goldberg, Tom Cruise, Jay Leno, Alexander Graham Bell was dyslexic, Winston Churchill was dyslexic, Thomas Edison was dyslexic, um, who else? Um, Albert Einstein was dyslexic. All these amazing people. And I looked, at, I looked at Rick and I said, Rick, all these people had the same challenge that you did. But they must have said to themselves, even though it's harder for me, even though it's more of a challenge, even though it will take longer, I can still do this. I can still do that. I can still do this. And what did their brain say? The brain says, okay. So I looked up at Rick and I said, Rick, when you say this program will not work, you're absolutely correct. It won't. But the reason it won't is because that's what you're saying. And I swear, Julie, I saw little tears in her eyes. Maybe I'm making this up, but I, I think I did. And he looked at me, he looked down at me, he said, you mean it's really up to me? 
I said, yes, Rick, it really is up to you. And I saw him three months later. I was putting food in my cart safely in Runner Park, and he came bursting out of the Safeway doors, running right to me. This guy must have been 350 pounds. And I said, oh, my God, he's found me. <laughs> I'm dead. He's going to kill me. And he picked me up, put me down, thank goodness. He said, you know what I'm doing, Mr. Campbell? I said, what are you doing? Here? He said, I went through your program, which he did. He went through the entire program, and then he got a job at the graveyard shift for Safeway. He said they were throwing all these fruits and vegetables. And I didn't tell you this, Mr. Campbell, because I was so angry at you. But I love numbers. I love numbers. And I love Excel because you've got columns and rows, and I can, I can do Excel. I just can't read. So I developed a worksheet for them to help them keep that track of all the fruits and vegetables they were throwing away. They love it so much they're thinking of automating it and using it at their store. If it works there, they might use it at all the other Safeway stores. Here's the point, though. Rick began saying, wait a minute. I'm not stuck. I could do this or that. Now, this leads into the most wonderful discovery that I personally have made in the 30 years I've been teaching this, and that is in terms of your feelings. Because so far we've been talking about how you think, but we need to talk a little bit about how you feel. Because, Julie, we're not thinking people who feel, we're feeling people who think. Can I talk mm-hmm. about that? Is that all right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you, you know, yes, yes. We'll start it, and then we'll we'll have we'll have time for another break here well, in about in a couple of minutes. So go ahead and get it started. And if we okay. need to, we'll complete it after the second break. Okay, that's great. Okay, this is again from the work of Dr. Albert Ellis, the Guide to Rational Living. So if you want to get the book, it's a little two hundred thirty page book. Here's what he here's what he suggested, and we now know it's true after decades of research all around the world. Our feelings primarily come not from how we were raised. They don't come from events in our lives. They don't come from what we've done. Do you know where they come from, Julie? They come from our beliefs about how we were raised and our beliefs about what we've done and our beliefs about events in our lives. When you change those beliefs, the feelings follow. You're talking about the most significant discoveries in computer. I think this one is right up there. Our feelings follow our beliefs. And before the 60s, they thought, no, 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 our feelings came first. When 9-11 hit, everyone had immediate feelings of horror and anger and frustration and complexion and confusion. However, over the next few days and weeks, Every feeling in every person in the world gradually changed based on what they were believing about 9-11. So let's take our break. Or what, so let me give you another story, and then we'll, we'll take our break. Is that all right? Uh, let's, uh, let's, have everyone, yeah, let's have everyone hold on. You're going to want to hear the story. You're going to want to know more about how, what the most important thing the listeners need to hear is going to be happening after the break so be sure to get a drink of water and come back and join us brain chemistry julie anderson provides you with tools and processes that will change your life in a positive way 
Julie uniquely blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Hey, everyone. This is Julie Brain Lady Anderson here. And I have something that I want to talk to you about, something that's near and dear to my heart. And that is the YBM University or the Your Best Mind Certification Program. With this program, we are changing lives one brain at a time. You see, it's my vision or our vision at the company that by providing an educational and uplifting message to individuals about their unique brain gifts, we can help them to maximize the power of their brain and personality, not in a metaphysical way, but with science. This is the core of what we teach at Your Best Mind. However, Taking this life-changing message to the world is a large undertaking, and that's why I created the Your Best Mind Certification Program. This program is the compilation of over two decades of training, research, hands-on application, and and preparation by yours truly, Julie Brain Lady Anderson. I am the owner, founder, and CEO of the company, and I have put together the gems of my education to create a remarkable program to pass on to those who are up for the challenge. So if you're up for the challenge, then please shoot me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at yourbestmindonline.com. That is info at yourbestmindonline.com. And help me change the world one brain at a time. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain-personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all-important why behind what people do and how they think. The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, we have some powerful information uh, to continue on in the program. And this is Julie Brain Lady Anderson on the Brain Lady Speaks show here with Stephen Campbell. Now, Stephen, before we went to break, you had another story you were going to share with us. So go ahead and, and continue that. Okay, Julie, let's imagine that you and I have been friends for years. And I show up at your front yard on a Saturday morning with a shovel. I say, hi, Julie. Hi, Steve. How are you? How's your kids? 
doing well, doing well, doing well. I'm going to dig a hole in your backyard. And you say, okay, that's weird, but all right. So I go to your backyard and I start digging a hole. And you're watching me dig the hole. And you begin to develop some beliefs. Let me see. We've been friends for years. Our kids have played together. He knows this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My birthday, he also knows that I love trees. Oh, that's what Steve is doing. He's digging a hole to plant a tree in my backyard for my birthday. Oh, Steve, you're so sweet. I love you. Call Mary. Get her over here. We'll have pizza tonight, and we'll watch a movie, and you're just such the sweetest person, okay? Okay, so that's one scenario. The other scenario is that we hate each other. And I show up at your front yard with a shovel on a Saturday morning. I say, hi, Julie. Hi, Steve. I'm going to do a hole in your backyard. So go to your backyard, start digging the hole, and this time your beliefs are completely different. Your beliefs that I'm digging the hole to bury you in it, okay? Now watch this. Same Julie, same Steve, same Saturday morning, same shovel, same backyard, same hole. Completely different beliefs, completely different feelings. Our feelings follow our beliefs. So you met people who have been raised in situations that were just horrendous, and yet you look at what they've done to their lives. It's absolutely amazing the wonderful things that they've done. You've also um, met people who have been raised in situations I for, and some of them wish they could. What was the difference? Not the situations. It was their beliefs about the situations. Let me give you another example. The last couple of months, I discovered I have cancer, diabetes, and what's the third one? Um, cataracts, okay? The diabetes, I've had to completely switch my, my, my diet, and I've lost even more weight, so that's great. The cancer, uh, they took a two-inch patch off the top of my skull and gave me a Band-Aid, and I'm cancer-free. And the cataracts, uh, they're going to replace my cataracts with corrective lenses, which may mean I'll never need glasses again. Here's the point. My feelings did not come from the cancer or the cataracts or the diabetes. They came from my beliefs about the cancer, the cataracts, and the diabetes. And you can change those beliefs. The first time that Mary got breast cancer, she was devastated. But they did all the things, the, the mastectomy and the, and the uh, chemo and all that, and that was a number of years ago, and, she's, and she, they, they cured her of the cancer. Well, they, the cancer went away. When she discovered, and when she first told me about it, she was devastated. She would halt to hardly talk on the phone. Four years later, I was leaving the school, and she called me on the phone in the same way I picked up the phone, and this time she said, Hi, honey, how are you? Good to you. I just walked out of the doctor's office. They found something in my right breast. 
how are you doing? She said, I'm doing fine. I made it through last time. I can make it through this time. What changed? Not the cancer. Her beliefs about the cancer. Now, why is it so exciting? Because people say, I've always felt this way. I'm stuck. I can't change this relationship. I can't improve this marriage. It's just the way it is. And when you say that, you know what your brain says? Okay, you're absolutely right. But when you say, wait a minute, I can change this relationship. I can change what I'm thinking. I can change my beliefs. Will it be easy? Of course not. Because many of us have had those beliefs our entire life. But they can be changed and the feelings follow. I think one of the most exciting studies I've ever done is how much we can change. The brain basically has around 100 billion brain cells. And those brain cells are connected to each other to form patterns. So the number of patterns we can carry is based on those connections. Well, if you've got 100 billion brain cells, and studies have shown that the average brain cell is connected to around 10,000 other brain cells, that's not a multiple, that's a power. The number of connections, which, the number, which means the number of patterns we can carry, is 100 billion to the power of 10,000. That's 100 billion times that, or a billion times that, a billion, 10,000 times. What I say to my audience is simply this in one slide, and this is sort of the essence of my message. The primary element, Julie, that holds us back from learning and growing and changing is what we say to ourselves. The primary element that holds us back from anything is what we say to ourselves. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. The brain listens to the mind. Got to be careful. Yep. So is that the message? Is yep. that the message, Steve? If you have a message that you could give to my listeners today um, that they could take away with and start immediately using in their lives, what would that be? Let me let me give them two messages. Number one is when people compliment us. When people compliment us, they say, "Oh, what a good job you've done." You know what we do is we say, "Oh, not really." Not really, not really. A study out of Stanford in 1974 discovered that most of us pass over our successes too quickly, too lightly for them to ever become a part of our self-image. So here's your new message for your listeners. Number one, when someone says, good job, you look at them and you smile and say, you know what? That makes me feel really nice. Thank you for sharing that with me. And then when you get by yourself, you wallow in your success like a pig in slop. I mean, you I wallow it. in it. I love it. <laughs> because no one else is going to. That's number one. Number two, and I'll leave with this, throw away the list, Julie. What's the list? The list is when we make those big bonehead mistakes and we say, oh, my gosh, how could I have been so stupid? When you ask that question, the brain immediately pops up and says, oh, I know. Remember that dumb thing you did yesterday? That dumb thing you did a week ago, a month ago, a year ago? And you know what we do? Is we got this list. And we start going on a list of all the dumb things we've ever done. Now, this is really important to understand. When you do that, Julie, our brain doesn't know that those memories happened a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. The brain's recording them again. But this time as if they happened when? Right now. 
mm-hmm. and then you're carrying that stuff around. Here's the message. You don't have to do that anymore starting today. What do you do instead? Use three wonderful words. The words are the next time. And when you say the next time, you're saying three things. Number one, you're saying there is a next time. How many next times do we get? As many as we want. Number two, when you say the next time, you're saying I'll never give up. And number three, here's the best for last. When you say the next time, what you're really saying is, you know what? I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm still changing, which means I am still making mistakes. But just because I fail does not mean I'm a failure. Thomas Edison was asked how it felt to fail 999 times looking for the film at the light bulb. He said, I did not fail 999 times. I simply found 999 ways that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And Julie, that's what we're doing. We're finding ways that didn't work. One last story, and then I'll, I'll close. I was on my way to work, and I was waiting for the light to change. This kid came up to me. I knew it was going to happen. The light changed. He went peeling out in front of me, roaring up the freeway, passing everyone. As I watched him do this, I had this epiphany. How many cars are already in front of him? Millions. How many cars are behind him? Millions. So maybe it's not a matter of how fast you get there. Maybe it's a matter of you're going in the right direction. But you know what? Even when you're going in the right direction, sometimes you just run out of gas. Or we get a flat tire or we even lose our way. But you know what, Julie? We can buy some more gas. We can replace the tire. We can get a map. And what's so wonderful about the brain? The brain just says, oh, okay. Is it true? Don't care. All I care about is what you tell me. Right. You say it, I believe it. You lock onto it. You know what I will do? I will do everything I can to make it true in your life. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. That's awesome. So that's I want everybody exciting. I want everybody to go back and listen to this a second time so you can hear that again. <laughs> because I'd love okay. to be able to go through this some more with you, Stephen. Thank you so much for being my guest today. This has been an amazing, amazing interview. Now, I want everyone to connect with you. So you told me you weren't really super active on social media. So let's just, everybody go visit his website. Real easy. And my book is also, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. My book is also, my book is also an audible, making your mind magnificent so you can get it from there. Or you can get it um, on Amazon, making your mind magnificent that way too. Or you can call awesome. me at 707-480-5007. That's beautiful. And you can you can go to his website, which is Stephen R. Campbell. So remember, it's Stephen, S-E-V-E-N-R-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. So StephenRCampbell.com. Com. And you can read more about Stephen on that on that site, as well as information on different things that he has to offer and pick up his book. And I love the title of the book, Making Your Mind Magnificent, Really Truly Understanding. And you have a radio show, too. So tap into that into that radio show. Let's see. It is every Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday and from you- 9 to 11 on KOWS.FM. Awesome. This is 107.3 FM. That is 
Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for being with me. It has been an honor to have you as my guest. Oh, me too. Me too. On the show today. And I look forward to it. You know, we're going to have to have you on again sometime in the future and talk more about this topic because it's something that everybody needs to hear more than once, as well as there's so much more information connected to this. So thank you for being here with me today and taking your time. I'm honored that you spent it with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. I appreciate that. All right. For the listeners, thank you so much for taking your time to be with with us this morning. I am honored, and I hope you have some tidbits to take away. I know you have some tidbits to take away, especially if you apply them. Remember, your brain, the actual cerebrum, your brain listens to what you are thinking in your mind. So be careful what you're saying. Make it positive. Make it can do, and your brain will follow. It believes you. With that, I'm going to wrap up. Reach out and touch, connect with me on all the social media outlets. Brain Lady Speaker is my speaker site. Yourbestmindonline.com is where you can find all the products and services that we offer with Your Best Mind. That's yourbestmindonline.com. If you have thoughts on the program, feedback, or maybe you have a great idea for a guest or a topic, that you think would be a good fit in the show, please reach out. Send me an email at info at info at yourbestmindonline.com. And we'll see if we can get it worked in. Maybe you just read a book and you're like, Julie, this book is great. Share it with me. You know me. I am a brain geek and I will listen to anything and everything I can about the brain or read anything and everything I can about the brain. Connect with me on Twitter at, at BrainLady. I am BrainLadyJulie on LinkedIn. I am Purple Brain Lady over there, Julie Anderson on uh, the Brain Lady Speaker on uh, Facebook, as well as Your Best Mind online on Facebook. So I would love to stay connected with everyone, and I want everyone to just enjoy every moment of their day and think positive, talk positive, and your brain's going to follow. Until next week, everyone, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain-personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now, every week, she is here to bring that change to you. Julie often tells people that their greatest asset is not their stock portfolio, not their real estate holdings, or even their retirement account. No. It's what you were naturally born with, your brain. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Be sure to tune in to The Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson next week and every week, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. See you next time, everybody. This is the EWN Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.